This episode is brought to you by The Hartford, a leading provider of employee benefits and income protection products that is dedicated to standing behind U.S. workers to help them pursue their goals and get through tough times. For more information about The Hartford, visit thehartford.com slash employee benefits. We've also got a link in our show notes. I'm Steph Jagger, and it's going to be okay. In 2015, my mother was diagnosed with early-onset Alzheimer's, and in 2016, I took her on a road trip through three different national parks of the West. In the five and a half years since the trip with my mother, I have dreamt of bears every June. That month seems to serve as some sort of marker my mother and the sky above her conspiring, sending signals, an interstellar Morse code to my subconscious. June of 2020 was no different. The dream came early in the month, around the 6th or 7th. In it, I came across a large bear. It was sprawled across a section of pavement just outside the entrance to a hospital. The bear began to pant, and I noticed its tongue and its gums Pink, pale, almost white. It was exhausted. It was dehydrated. It was alive, but barely. I walked closer to it, and without raising its head, the bear looked up at me. Its eyes were pleading. It could not walk or crawl or pull itself one step further. But it was clear to me that the bear was attempting to make it inside the hospital. It couldn't say it out loud, but the bear needed care. I looked around for help, and suddenly a large man, dressed in blue, appeared. Together, we carried the bear through the doors. Once inside, the bear was placed on a gurney and whisked away. Its condition was critical. I stayed back to check the bear in, to provide the details I knew. After asking me its name, unknown. Its age, unknown. Its blood type, also unknown. The woman behind the desk, reached over the counter, took my hands, and said, Don't worry. Your mother will be just fine. We've got her now. We've got her. One month later, almost to the day, my mother was moved into a full-time care facility in Vancouver, Canada. I could feel her relief from 150 miles away, where I live now, tucked into a grove of large cedars. I could feel my mother's deliverance, her wild and joyful freedom. Wordlessly, silently, it moved through the ground, through the roots, the mycorrhizae of all the trees that are rooted into the soil between my mother and me, the blood-red veins that connect us. Because of coronavirus-based border closures and quarantine rules, as well as the sound health and safety precautions put in place by my mother's care facility, I have not seen her for well over a year. And I'm not sure, but it may be much longer. A part of me is deeply saddened by this, but another part, the part that speaks the language of silence, the part that knows how to pick up words on the wind, is at peace. Because I know that my mother is everywhere. She is coiled up inside my DNA. She is in the bedrock of the earth. 
I find her in every layer of soil and silt around me and underneath me. She is inside every crevice of every rock I see. She is trickling through every stream. My mother is groundwater, searching for paths, moving swiftly now out to the ocean, and I am the landscape being carved in her wake. I will stand on the shore and watch her cut sand. Ever after, my eyes will be trained on the water. My mother is everywhere, as is her mother. I find the pair of them in the jagged peaks of the mountains around me, in the clouds that form above me. They are the faces carved into a large stone near my house, an ancient altar with a silent story. I am the person who visits, who sits and prays at their feet. I can hear their laughter inside the chittering sound of the eagles who live by the beach. I can see the women of my lineage in the eyes of a family of deer before they bounce shyly away with a wee fawn in tow. They're everywhere, which makes me think I might be too. A lot of people might say it took me a long time to come to this, the idea that divinity lives both inside of us and all around us. But to see it that way would be both narrow-sighted and narrow-minded, because in actual fact, it has taken millennia. It takes time to rise. It takes eons and earthquakes. It takes glaciated ice scraping down your back thousands of years of stony pressure. It takes water dripping one droplet a day for a million days and a million more. It takes the heat of a culture that wants to burn you down. It takes the lingering heat of a culture that has. You see, a woman doesn't rise on her own. She does it through lineage. She does it by placing her life on top of her mother's, and so on and so forth for thousands of years. I am but a tiny hill, but when you add me to my mother— and to her mother before her, we begin to form a mountain. When you add all of us together, we are Everest, or as the Nepali say, goddess of the sky. I am the evolution of my mother. She is the backbone I am growing into. The two of us, along with hundreds who came before us, form a collective, and this, this has been our 100,000-year rise, our merging into a singular chain of starlight that pours down from the sky. Never have I felt more of myself. Never have I felt more whole, more powerful, more like her, more like me, more like some intoxicating blend of the both of us and the ones who came before. All of us now, moving in the same direction at once, dancing together on the shore after decades at sea. Some things may be forgotten, but in the process, we shall be remembered. I'm Nora McNerney, and it's going to be okay. We want to hear from you, too. You can email us a voice memo or write out an email. The email is in our show description. Or you can call us at 612-568-4441. We are an independent podcast production from Feelings & Co., an independent podcast company. Our team is Marcel Malikibu, Jordan Turgeon, Claire McInerney, and Megan Palmer. Our theme music is by Secret Audio.
This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Employee benefits have always been hard to understand. They're even tough for employers to explain, which just makes it worse for people like you and me. The Hartford knows there's a better way. They're a leading group benefits provider that's using familiar language to get straight to the point when it comes to the benefits they offer. Because if your benefits sound confusing, who's going to know how to actually use them? Learn more at thehartford.com benefits.